You are listening to the postcast presented by the Locked On Senators podcast following a 4-3 loss in the shootout to the Florida Panthers after gaining a 3-0 lead in the first period. I'm Ross Levitan. With me as always, Brandon Piller and recurring guest on the postcast with boots on the ground. It's at Laleem's Martian. Martian, we're going to switch it up. We're going to start with you. You got to see this one live. What was your take as you're sitting there watching the, the lead go? and then evaporate. Boys, uh, the boots were firmly planted tonight. It was a hell of a crowd. It was a great time out there. I think the boys put up a hell of a show for the Sens fans that showed up to the building tonight. We were, we were pumped up, got all the chants going. It was, it, was, uh, it was nice to see the barn uh, being that electric. You know what? Up against a team like the Florida Panthers, boys, that's a, that's a hell of an effort from the Sens. You got it. You got to think that's worth the price of admission for all the fans who show up tonight. So very happy with the performance from the boys tonight. And uh, I can't say enough about uh, how fun that was. Yeah. And uh, on the broadcast, they said 17,000 in attendance at the CTC. So you got to love that. And what a showing, not only for the 17,000, but you get a couple sense fans there. But also what a showing for Claude Giroux. If you want to see this barn get loud, if you want to see the boys get up to a 3-0 lead and battle hard an entire game, bring it all the way to the shootout, well, you got front row seats for that if you're Claude Giroux. So I think that was the perfect showing. And yes, they don't quite finish it in the shootout, but I'm pretty proud of this effort by the Ottawa Senators. I feel like even just two minutes into the show, we've gone too long without mentioning Anton Forsberg. The guy was completely brilliant tonight. Even made an unbelievable effort on the goal that they have a seven-minute review for. Pilsy, yeah. let's go because that was a bit of a turning point in the game. What was your take on that play and how it developed? Yeah, you definitely got to give stick taps to Forsberg there. Like it's, It seems like the play is over and then Hornfist, he's a guy that around the net, if there's a loose puck, you can never stop battling because he has made a living out of fighting for those loose pucks and banging them in. And even behind the net, he gets it, flicks it up, and Forsberg has the wherewithal. He feels it up against his back and says, instead of just giving up on the play, I'm going to try to do something. And somehow he catches it and pushes it up against the post while sitting with his arm kind of chicken-winged right behind him. And if it wasn't for that final angle that we saw where they zoomed in on the puck in the mesh in his glove... They, there's no way they could have called that a goal. So you got to give credit to Forsberg for doing everything possible to keep that one out of the net. Marsha, did that seven minutes Boys. feel like an hour or what? Well, from the building, that was the perfect time for me to go grab a beer. So I did that. I actually grabbed two. <laughs> me and my buddy, we each grabbed two each. So it was, it was perfect timing for that. But go. honestly, from in the building, it was tough to tell what the hell was going on there. They only showed the replay like later in the, in the kind of break. And it, it was hard to tell exactly what was going on. So... Uh, that was a, definitely a tough break for them, right? Like, they were up 3-1 at that point. It was like, uh, you didn't really know which way it was going to go. And, uh, of course, it goes against the Sens, right? Like, just total like, take the air out of the building a little bit, I felt like. And uh, that was tough to see. But And there was a couple like that, boys. There was another review later in the game where I was like, oh, no, it's going to happen again. And, yeah. uh, I mean, I mean, luckily, that, that one didn't end up going against the Sens. But it's tough, boys. Well, you might not have been able to see on the replay in the building, but we could see at home on that replay, Nick Holden pushes yes. the left pad of Anton Forsberg to keep it from continuing the momentum. That would have been a goal if uh, if he didn't step in there. So veteran move by Nick Holden. Ottawa built a 3-0 lead. I want to get into that because 
This was about as good as a first period as he could have asked for. Ottawa scores first, almost eight minutes in. An Alex Formanton breakaway. Bit of a broken pass from Michael Delzato off the stick of Barkov, but they don't ask how. They ask how many. And well, for Formanton, it's a lot of breakaways. And it's yep. great to see him convert on that one. Pillsy, take us through what you saw in that play. Well, I just want to shout out once again, Michael Delzato with a great play to clear the puck and it ends up in a goal. Sure, the last one was a Brady Kachuk empty netter, but still, it just goes to show you sometimes a veteran defenseman that just has the wherewithal to be like, hey, my best option is just to try to get it out of the zone and it can turn into a great play. So I think MDZ deserves another shout out again. And I thought him and Hamannick looked good. And Formanton, it's nice when he capitalizes on those breakaways because sure, getting them is one thing, but finishing them off is a whole nother thing. And that's a great goal for the kid. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Keely, don't do this to me. Come on. She's asking about the the bike helmet and shades, which I had a tweet ready to go in the drafts if Ottawa had held on to that late in the third period. I think Zub was definitely a, a candidate. It would have been a complete wildcard situation though because Travis Hamannick, has known the guys for yes. three days, and he he's the one dishing you it out. Got to give it back to Forzy. Yeah, I mean, how could you Ooh. really not? The way that he's playing, and then you know you build that camaraderie between your goalie and your defenseman. And he gave it, was, it to uh, you, so yeah. I mean, until that last icing, we'll get to it. Like I thought, Zaitsev played a great game tonight too for him. He had that two on one where With he sprawled fifteen out. stitches in his mouth, nonetheless. Whew. Yeah. Yeah, we are talking in the postcast after the Jets game saying it was probably more than a few stitches. Yeah, it certainly was. He got all that work done. But he, he was good tonight until the third period. It was a minute and a half into his shift. He ices the puck and then off the faceoff. And that might have been the cleanest faceoff win I've ever seen in my life. Claude Giroux just bullied Tim Stutzla. He's like, no, yeah. this is my puck. And, and it goes in. might have even gone off of, of Zaitsev. I couldn't tell on the replay. But it beats Forsberg. Clearly no fault of of Forsberg's on that one, right? You just kind of have to tip your hat. And uh, it looks at the end of the day like a 45-save performance, but, I mean, the way he played, he deserved a lot better on at the end of the day with with a win. But, man, I, I got to shout him out. Maybe that starts off the Send Central standouts, or if you want to get in to how the game slipped away, feel free to kind of choose your own adventure here, Pills. Let's snap it over to Martian over here. Martian, give us give give us what's the fan reaction when that uh, that game ends up going to shootout? Because Norris almost finished it off in OT there with that power play. And how stoked were you to see four forwards on that power play? It was Timmy, yeah. Drake, Norris, and Brady. I know. That's sick. Yeah, we were talking about it in our section for sure. Like having the four forwards out there was like okay. Obviously, the Sens are are gunning for the win here. They're not backing down. So that was that was beautiful. But I definitely thought that, like, you know, once Norris had that chance, uh, that I mean, that was going to go our way. But, I mean, that was a hell of a save there by Bob. So you can't really you can't really fault him too much. But from his spot, uh, you get a chance like that, you kind of expect that to go home. But, I mean, you always get that 50-50 chance in the shootout too. It's just too bad. We kind of knew too, like, Barkov coming down like that. You're, you're pretty much expecting him to – He's a little bit of a magician, right? Like that on the on the uh, on the breakaways on the shootout moves. So um, you kind of knew that was going home, and then you know Kachuk needed a bury to, to secure the win, and obviously that didn't happen. So it, it was a little bit of a disappointing ending for sure. But at the same time, you're you're looking at you're looking at that effort in, in the overtime and the the whole game as a whole against a team like the Florida Panthers, and you can't really complain as a fan. Come on. No, so you're also watching um, the shootout develop, and Ottawa sent out Josh Norris, then Tim Stutzla, 
then Brady Kachuk. I had a tweet ready to go if Stutzlitz scored in the penalty shot saying that's two points, or sorry, the shootout, because he should have had a penalty shot there with a minute left in overtime. So I guess it made me feel a little bit better, for lack of a better term, the fact that, all right, even if he did have a time in all alone, Bobrovsky was going to stop it anyways. But yeah, Alex Barkov, I want to say, and I can't find this on the fly, but I'm sure that maybe we'll have this in Monday's Locked On Senators, but I think it goes Patrick Kane and then Alexander Barkov in terms of best shootout percentages in NHL history. That guy is as automatic as it gets, and it wasn't Forsberg's fault in the shootout either. That pad extension to get out on Giroux was unbelievable too. So, hey, we got to give more stick taps there. And, hey, I just love the I love the play. You mentioned the power play in overtime going with four forwards. When they won the opening faceoff, they had Stutz, or they had, uh, Stutz, I think it was, or Brady, jump out, and they were going three forwards in overtime as well, which has to be a pretty rare play. No, Pills? Yeah, it's definitely rare. And like Martian said, that's a good feeling if you're a fan in the building being like, they're not just trying to hold off the Panthers. They're trying to beat them. They're going for the W here. So that was great to see. And without Thomas Shabbat, why wouldn't you go with your forwards right. when you have Brady Kachuk, uh, Drake Batherson, Josh Norris, and Tim Stutzla in your arsenal? Like, it made total sense. So I respect DJ for going with that. I think Martian, you got something there, Martian? There you go. No, sorry, I missed that, Pilsy. I was oh, you're good. You're good. All He's good. mingling. This is why this is a postcast you got to see because Martian's kissing babies, signing autographs. You sign any babies' foreheads, put the two together. No, no, I, I actually didn't. I we ended up uh, we ended up being way up in the nosebleeds, and we're kind of in the middle of the section, so we were hunkered down pretty good. Like we bunkered up. And, uh, yeah, there wasn't much uh, mingling going on during the game for me. Well, so. no, I'm talking about right now is you're right outside out of the front door, probably right at the And he's got side. his hat on, so you can't see that oh, beacon no, no, of uh, blonde hair yeah, shining. No, it's all good. Yeah, it's... The, uh, the, the Ricky Martian for sure, eh? That's that's how he gets noticed. How have, you not, how have you not taken the hat off, man? Come on. Isn't that disrespecting the job that your, that your barber did? I got to say, man. Hey, I got to lay low occasionally, right? Like, I like to come in here. Lay low, says Mr. Hollywood. We're we're laying low with my uh, bleach blonde hair. Yeah, but yeah, you got to throw the, uh, you got to throw the, you got to throw the hat on every now and then. Just kind of, just kind of take it all in, you know, like for once I'm not (laughs) clipping the games and things like that. So it's good to soak it in. It was a hell of a game to do that for. I found the stat too, Alex Barkov. That was his 26th shootout goal. And for players who have taken more than 40 attempts, that is fifth in wow. nhl history do and they have uh, game winning shootout goal stats ross probably not eh oh yes we do career game deciding shootout goals game deciding okay uh he is not not nearly there i feel like they lead off with him a lot more uh Fair. just to, just to finish the thought franz nielsen is number one all time with 23 <laughs> game deciding shootout winners no tj oshi and who Patrick had that Kane. on the card yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, probably a little more uh, of an easy assumption that TJ Oshie and Patrick Kane are tied in second with 21 apiece. A few more household names than, than uh, Franz Nielsen. See, I already forgot his name as I'm staring at it right now. Uh, Jacob Silverberg's on this list too, but we remember that with Ottawa that first year. That he was there the shortened year. He had a few. He just came in and just ripped it. No move. Simple. I love Come that. in. I love it. Let it go. Um, all right, let's do some said central standouts. It was a 4-3 shootout loss for the Ottawa Senators where they were outshot heavily 
in this game, 49 to 22. And despite building a 3-0 lead, first it was Anthony Duclair sends abroad. Then the goal we talked about, Patrick Hornfist with the seven-minute um, deliberation on it. And then it was Alex Barkov who gets the goal with under three minutes remaining. Two minutes and 16 seconds left to send this game to an electric overtime where we had a back and forth. Each team had three shots on goal. Each team had a breakaway, although Uyghur was stopped. Stutzel was tripped. Do with that information what you will. But it was a great game. Pilsy, where are you going with for your Central standout? Well, I'm going with the guy making his return to the Ottawa Senators lineup, and that's Drake Batherson. DJ Smith said he wasn't going to be in the lineup till he was a thousand percent. Well, holy shit, he looked like he was a thousand five hundred percent out there because there was nothing. Yeah, math guy Ross. Um, there was nothing stopping him. And I said I didn't want him to go balls to the wall just with a high ankle sprain. You don't want to tweak it, but there was nothing stopping Drake at all. And he had an assist. He assisted on that Zub goal. Two shots on goal. How about five hits for the kid? Tied with Travis Hamannick for the most hits. The hammer with most hits on the team. And how about playing 18 minutes and 42 seconds in your first game in what seems like forever? So big shout out to Drake Batherson. And uh, that was an excellent performance by him. And what a refreshing way to send your top power play unit out again with Drake Batherson back in the lineup. Yeah, they'll take some, uh, maybe a game or two more to calibrate. They went 0 for 4 on the power play tonight. Yes. I thought they I thought they didn't really even generate very many chances on the power play, but just in in knowing that he's back in that buffer nice position. There. Like that that no look pass and I know uh, Norris fanned on the second attempt like huge save by Bobrovsky on the first Norris shot there on the power play at the end of overtime, but the second one Batherson was staring at the net. And it yeah. was just a no-look feed. And I think he even fooled Norris a little bit. He's like, man, I wasn't getting those same looks when when we uh, when we had the power play unit that we did when he was out. Marsha, what do you have for your Sense Central standout? Well, Pilsy left me two juicy fruits right now. I'm really torn between who I want to go Ooh. to. But uh, it's, a, it's a goalie-friendly show. So I'm going to leave that one for you, Ross. That's Thank a, you. That's a, I mean, that's a really nice standout for you. But uh, I'm going to go with the Artem Zub again here. Wow, Man, nice. I have I have yet to be in the building. This was the first time I was in the building for a Zub goal. And I'm telling you right now, that happening alone is worth the price of admission, boys. It is classic when Artem Zub ends up scoring a goal at this barn because all the fans are fucking into it, man. Pilsy. Well, do you know they, why you've never seen one? Why is that? That was his first home goal as an Ottawa Senator. 58 games. 58 games. I was there for it, and I had boots on the ground. It was a hell of a fucking. It was a That's hell of a goal. That's awesome. And 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 you know what's the best part is uh, John Trachi, the the announcer for the Sens. He just he just lets the crowd do the announcing for him. He goes yes, goal scored by that. number two. And then he just leaves it blank, and the rest, the rest of the crowd just just lets oh. it rip right with the zoo, and it is incredible, man. It's it's awesome to see. That's a chef so, kiss. He moment. had that goal. He won defensive game, I thought. So Artem Zoom's an easy stand up for me. Pelzi, he celebrated like he was scoring his thirty sixth goal of the season, eh? Hey, like you said, first goal in that building, like that's got to feel good. It's good to get that monkey off your back, and. Uh, Absolutely. I'm so jealous he got to be a part of that Zoom goal. Damn. Yeah, so that's his first home goal in 58 games. And to contrast that, he has seven goals on the road in 54 games. So it's not like we're talking about Josh Brown. No offense, Marcia. Yeah. But we're talking about a guy who has scored in the past, but it just hasn't been 
on home ice. Credit to Artem Zubin. Actually, Pilsy, you must have just scanned over this one quick, but he was the only player who had more hits than Hamannick and Batherson. He had six oh, on the night as ah, well. Yes, I missed so that. Our Artem Zub was mixing it up physically as well. And boys, this is the easiest job I'll ever have to do here. It's Anton Forsberg from start to finish. The amount of highlight reel saves with his pads getting over, with his glove, his blocker. This guy used absolutely everything. He even caught a puck behind his back. Unfortunately, it was in the net. But beyond that, still a great play and wherewithal. He made, what, three breakaway saves? The one where Holden kept him out. The one in overtime. I think there was one earlier on in the game. And he's got no chance on any of the goals. Maybe the one with two and a half minutes left. You, you kind of want uh, a save there just from a, a lot of shot. traffic in front. And it might have even gone off his Zaitsev. So I'm just yeah. thinking from his perspective at the end of the game, he's like, ah, would have been nice to get that one. But all in all, that's a very impressive effort from Anton Forsberg. He is still four and three now in seven games where the Ottawa Senators allow over 40 shots, shots in his Absolutely start. incredible tonight from him, eh? Boy, it's like I'm telling you, I, like I had people in my section who were like new hockey fans. They're like, is this goalie like really good or something? I'm like, well, he just signed a new contract, so he's decent. But I mean, this guy was, he was, he was making it happen. Everything kind of ran out of him, right? Like he was just, he was doing his thing back there for sure. He was, he was just so steady, guys. Like, well, what can you ask for? Like, they're they're breaking down defensively left and right, and and he's making every fucking save he needs to. So it's just like, what do you need? That's a goaltender. Yeah, he's locked up. You love to see a guy like that on a three-year deal, and that's that's the thing. Like Forsberg, we said it. Like he's just so confident in those big moments. I. In overtime, he was good as well. He had to make a couple big saves and uh, right down to the wire. Like, And what I like about Forsberg, too, is he's able to catch the puck with ease. Like In the dying minutes, there was back-to-back face-offs where the Panthers won the draw, quick shot, Forsberg glove. Won the draw, quick shot, Forsberg glove. Like that, That's pretty incredible. We, we've seen Matt Murray not being able to catch pucks, but Forsberg, there's no issue there. How about the play where Claude Giroux took a wrist shot right off the draw? That was pretty impressive. I think that might have been one of them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah 100%. Yeah. But like, not even off the draw, on the draw. Like, yeah. As the puck goes down, all of a sudden, Forsberg was smiling at that one too. Like, oh, you thought you could trick me? That's a no guy. Not <laughs> not tonight. Not when you got the Forsbergler in there. But ultimately, Ottawa loses 4-3 in the shootout. Nothing more to take the air out of the crowd than a skills competition after the overtime that they had back and forth. So uh, it's unfortunate to see that, but still a fun night at the rink. Hey, Martian. Might've been the best crowd. I, I think of the year. I wouldn't be surprised. Even, even the Toronto game. Well, I mean, 2000 well, yeah. more people yeah, at this sure, game. Because I think with, with the restrictions and things being lifted, I think more people up for sure. So yeah. I think it was a, True. I think it was a busier night than we've seen here in Ottawa for like the last two years. It was, it was a hell of a time in there. As soon as you walked in, you could see the difference. Like, yeah. Since all this stuff, like, of course, there was a little bit of lines going on in the front, like, with the tents and the checking of, like, vaccine passports and stuff like that. But, like, tonight it was straight up just, like, it was too busy. People were coming in and, uh, like, they couldn't keep up with it. So there was lines at the front of the building at, like, 6.30 when I arrived. So really nice to see. And, and you could you could definitely tell, like, sections were sold out. And uh, you don't see that very often, right? Yeah. That's awesome. Well, it's about a month, less than a month until we're going to be making the pilgrimage to the CTC. I've had some people asking, yes, we will have an update probably later on in this upcoming yeah. week. I'm on the early shift, some 4 a.m. starts for me. Oh. So it, uh, it'll it be later on 
this week and also probably expect the podcast to drop uh, in the earlier afternoon uh, now probably recording two or three hours later than we typically do but all that to say it was a 4-3 shootout loss and the last note I want to get to then we'll hit the scoring I have one more Sen Central standout whoa yeah of course my Sen Central standout is future Ottawa Senator Claude Giroux I mean if you're a Sens fan that is on the fence about whether the Sens should go after this guy or whether you want him as an Ottawa Senator, this was your perfect showing. Like, this guy had two assists. He had five shots, three hits, 65% in the faceoff. Dot Ross, you mentioned it, a shot on the faceoff, and he beats Timmy in that crucial draw that ends up leading to the game-tying goal. 20 minutes of ice time. Like, what more can you ask from a player? So I can't wait to see this guy in a Sens jersey because he's going to look immaculate. <laughs> I'm still waving on the Claude Giroux parade float. I'm so fired up about that. And getting to see him up front and close, like, Martian, how great would it be for Claude Giroux to be the guy getting the fans going at the CTC next season? He's he's working the mute button. He's got a lot going on. We'll let him off the hook there. I'll, I'll <laughs> tell right. you, though. That he's unbelievable. How good did both you look, ends Ross? of the ice, oh. man. In the third period, he he. My Uber just goal. my Uber just got here, boys. It's, all, it's been a battle. I'm telling you right now. Oh, hey, all good, fair. buddy. All good, dude. So you do Cla- what you got to do. So Claude Giroux almost stripped the number 28 off of Connor Brown's uh, jersey in the third period. You see that? He went what do you up, mean? like he like bumped him off the puck, basically, and stole it. So I was like, oh, oh, gotcha, number gotcha. 28, right from nice. him. Yes, <laughs> as uh, as our boy Graham says. Uh, it's a good day of research if you're Claude Giroux, even though he gets two points at the end of the day. So all in all, it's a solid night. The last thing I want to uh, I want to bring up with you, Pilsy, is the shootout lineup. Is that where you would have gone? I think we've talked about this before, and we like Brady in the shootout, but only in the clutch moments. And that was it, right? Barkov, their captain, had just scored. Brady Kachuk, it's up to you. And we, I think we can all agree, Brady Kachuk's uh, skill set is not exactly uh, set up for the shootout. That's not where he shines in the game of hockey. But you got to look down your bench. You got to say, hey, who wants this goal more than anyone here? And it's Brady. So I like that he gave him that option, but. Wouldn't have been my third shooter. I think if it was on the road, Ross, I don't go Brady. At home, packed barn. Put your captain out but there. I would lead off with him then. I just don't think that no, it's the play. I, I, no. I like it the other way around. I like saving him to see. But I guess you have to submit your three shooters first, right? Like you can't you know, you know, pick one and then watch how it goes and then pick another. You have to submit three right away, right? Yes, correct. So, yeah, that's that's tricky then. Do you know how many shootout goals Brady Kachuk has? Probably zero, honestly. this The Sens don't get a lot of shootout opportunities. How many attempts does he have? That was his fifth attempt tonight. Okay. But you're not, right. Since since 2018, so since Brady Kachuk's rookie year, that's what I have as the uh, denominating factor right now. Um, only six Senators have scored a shootout goal, and only two have scored more than one. Only six? Yeah. Yikes. Here, I mean, they trivia, usually lose the game in overtime. Let, oh, let's, no, don't make let's me Let's finish off here. with some trivia. I want some, some people in the chat to get into yeah, this as well. We'll do, uh, we'll do a shootout here trivia. And then afterwards, we'll uh, – the wait. And then the final boss trivia is who – which senator has the most career-deciding shootouts? 
all time. You know what? Let's start it at when the shoot. No, I don't know. This- yeah, let's not get this trivia no. out of hand here. 2018. So the start of the rebuild. Brady okay. Kachuk's rookie year. That's where we're going from. Okay. okay? Brady Kachuk has appeared in 14 games that have gone to a shootout. Okay. Okay. So that that's or sorry, 13. That's how many shootout games because him and Tierney, I think, have played more or less every game. So 13 games, six players have goals. Who are they? I uh, see Devin Olson going to Tyler Ennis. I'm going to follow along with that. Tyler Ennis. One for four. Yep. Okay. Nice. Nice, Devin. Uh, and he had an assist tonight. Two-game point streak. I'm trying to think who would line up usually. I was going to ba- say. You, Batherson have one? He's got one. He is one for five. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right, guys. Help me out in the chat. Uh, Brad... Brad says Norris. I don't remember a lot of Norris attempts, but I mean, he's their goal scorer. I'll say Norris. Norris is one of the two who has multiple goals. Ooh. He is two for five, two for six after tonight. Everyone's saying Timmy, but I can't remember any Timmy goals, but the chat has not led me wrong yet. So I'm going Timmy. I'm trusting the people. You're calling a friend. They're right. He Woo! has the team leading three. So him and okay, Norris, wow. both with more than one. So you're missing two guys who each have a goal, and you're missing what I would say are the two most difficult ones to get yeah, here. Those were the easy ones. Um, yeah. Hunter saying Pajot. Matt, I don't know about Shabbat. Has Shabbat even taken many attempts there? He's taken one attempt, and he did not score. Okay, Hunter's adamant. I'm going Pajot. Let's go Pajot. No. Oh, okay. No, it was a fair try. It was a fair try. How how many more am I trying to guess here? Two? Two. Um, Pajot had never taken a shootout attempt for Ottawa. Damn. Okay. Well, hey, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, right? Um, That's strange. He has two career shootout attempts. I don't know if that was later with the Islanders or earlier. Like we said, we only started in 2018. And no, um, Tom Pyatt is not uh, the answer. Although, Tom, yeah, Tom Pyatt, um, two for 10 in his career, but only Guy Boucher would ever send him out. Tom Pyatt. Yeah, I, uh, I'm going with but, Duclair. I'm going with Duclair. That is smart. A bunch of people popping in here. Duclair, I love it. Oh for 5. So he got the attempts. He actually is he's tied for the second most attempts here. One of them is easy for me because I was at the game and it was electric. And I'll, I'll tell you, he went backhand bar down. It was unreal. I mean, that's Batherson's in, move, isn't no, it? No, was it in overtime? I gotta find this. No, it's not Pyatt, Matt. We've moved on from that. It's not Pyatt. <laughs> um, I want to, my timeline's kind of messed up and it's late at night here, but Duchesne was in the mix in 2018, right? Is Duchesne here? Uh, he's not one of the correct answers. Ah, okay. No. Um, so he was only on the team for half of that year, and they didn't go to a shootout until the trade deadline. Because oh, okay. Wow. Wait, was he even? Yeah, correct. I Hey, I was a fan of Nemestikov, but I don't think he was picked in the shootout very often, so I'm not going with that one, Hunter. You led me astray with Pajot. So I don't, oh, a couple people saying Nemestikov, though. Yeah, sensual healing. Yeah, where's Ian Mendez when you need him? I am not the trivia guy. Everyone's probably just punching their steam. Ta- ta- I think I'm tapping out at this point. All right, I'm fair enough. Yeah, yeah we, did, I, we well, went four for four, didn't we? So I mean, you went good. four for six. No, but the first four, we we got hit. Right, all correct, yeah. correct. Yeah, you so did. I'm, taking um, I'm glad that you tapped Thanks, out man. because 
when you tell me a specific player that you're wrong with, that it's not him, that's when it's time to hang up the skates. Namastikov went one for two. Oh, sorry, guys. And are you ready? Yeah. Artem Anisimov, one for three. I never, never would have gotten Anisimov. <laughs> Literally never. Artem so. Anisimov. And I want to say he has four career shootout deciding goals, but I want to say that, uh, yeah, game deciding goal. I think it was the game I was at against the Dallas Stars, the game before the Chris Phillips retirement game. Anyways, there's some trivia that probably lasts a little too long, but I feel like everyone enjoys it. It's good. It's uh, it was good. It's, it's, good it's interaction interactive. with the chat. Yeah, that was great. Hundred percent. Oh, we got to uh, say thanks to Atleem's Martian boots on the Hell ground yeah. reporting. Um, instead of Ricky Martian, he was Martian Mathers tonight, dropping some curse words like Eminem. Eh? Holy no kidding! Cursing up, up a storm over there. Jesus. And Ross, before you wrap up, though, the Ottawa Senators losing the shootout. However. The Belleville Senators win Woo! in the shootout, and Ross has got his for the Let's B go. hoodie on. And hey, I, I mentioned it uh, in the North Division. It's crucial to win those games in regulation, but out of division, three point games. Who cares, right? It's just a better opportunity for you to get two points on that. And I said I wanted them to blow the doors off the Phantoms. Didn't happen exactly how I wanted, but a dub's a dub's, and those two points are crucial. I actually haven't checked the updated standings, but I'm sure they went from six to second. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out. Uh, Devin's saying something before we go here. Uh, the playoff AHL, what are the chances of them making it? It's, it's down to the wire. So like, high. You think it's so high that they make it? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because you get five five teams are in here, and the Sens have games in hand on a lot of uh, teams, and it's five points percentage, so... I, I, and I'm also just way too optimistic. Like I, we've One been waiting for. They're up to fifth right now. Oh, beauty! They're in. Yeah, they're in. <laughs> if the playoffs were to start today, <laughs> the Belleville Senators would be in, and you know who would be out? Aaron Dell and his oh, stupid Americans. Get out of here! That's gonna be absolutely. Awesome. Well, this is a busy week for me, but we are gonna get back to do some interviews later on. It's. Uh, it's a grind right now. And we getting a player on in the heart of the season, like the dog days, like it is now there. There's not a whole lot. We'll save those for the summer. We're going to have some fun and yeah, get some booze in there for Aaron Dell. That would be so poetic. If, if Belleville can stop Rochester from making the playoffs, that would be absolutely fantastic. <laughs> uh, last note before we go as well, uh, Elliot Friedman during the intermission confirmed Jake Sanderson getting checked out by doctors and Brad Schlossman, said it's a cut on his hand. We were, we were saying broken hand. That's, that's what we were under the so impression. It was, that hit it was an operation. Yeah, somebody accidentally stepped on him on that play where Damn. he was diving across. So, um, yeah, really unfortunate. But sounds like uh, he's out four to six weeks. There's five weeks left in the Oof. season. I think they got to get him up to Ottawa and, and get him feeling good and making sure that he's around the boys and all that before the end of the season. So let's find out about that. I was trying to poke around, do some insider research on Tyler Clevin, whether or not he's going to turn pro. Um, some North Dakota sources believe he will be back at school. Yeah. So I'm putting it at 25% because I think the Sens will put sure. a little bit of pressure. I don't think they're going to be like, you have to come now or else. But I think they're going to be like, hey, we have a spot. Do you want that signing bonus? Do you want it? Yeah. So, it's the only bonus you'll ever get in your career. Oh, geez. That's brutal. <laughs> uh, and Will asked if there's any news on Pinto. There was actually today from DJ Smith. He's been skating, but no timetable. So an update without yeah. an end date in sight. Uh, <laughs> final thoughts. 4-3 shootout loss, Florida. 
coming into Ottawa tonight. The Flottawa Panthers, eh? Uh, how about Mackenzie Wiegers? Sweet little uh, play at uh, Parliament today. The weather report, I had a good laugh out of that. Oh, yeah, that was great. Uh, final thoughts for me, Ross. This is a perfect tank loss. Like, if, if we're being honest, like a big picture, like you, you did a great job holding the Panthers. You got up to a 3 nothing lead. Your goalie that you just signed for three years that everybody's like, oh, no, he's going to be conned for a uh, hamburger, blah, blah, blah. He's looking good night in, night out. It's like since he signed that contract, I think you've been pretty confident. Everyone has been at least that that's the right move and that you feel good about him moving forward. Um, and this is the exact, the exact Best case scenario to show Claude Giroux what it's like to be in Ottawa. 17,000 people in the building. The players play hard. Brady was feisty. They didn't let the Panthers get away with anything. Forsberg looked great. The young kids were relied upon in overtime. Sure, maybe you wish Timmy won a couple more draws up against Giroux to really uh, show him that the future is bright here. But maybe that's even more points for Giroux to come in. Teach Jip, Timmy Jimmy, Timmy, whatever, how to win draws or be the winger that can take big clutch draws for him if need be uh, playing on a line with him. So I, honestly, it sucks that they lost this one, but to put a Pillsy's positive spin on it, this is a great effort. They still get one point. Claude Giroux feels good about it. <laughs> Let's go. And we still have the Panthers winning the cup this year too, eh? Oh yeah, book it. They're, they're unreal. And they built for the playoffs. Like Mason Marchman was going toe-to-toe all night, yep. chirping away. That Lomberg guy. Lomberg looks, is a beauty. Looks like he damn. got shot from the upper deck on that play by Zoop. Still a penalty, but didn't absolutely love that. So get this. This one was a lot more fun than the 3-0 shutout loss to Florida. Um, yes. But in those two games combined, the Senators were outshot 97-40 to in the two games. They gave up 48 in the last one and 49 tonight. I hope they've got... A, a steak dinner waiting for Anton Forsberg after that game. He was absolutely fantastic. Graham also saying, sorry, Pilsy. Two out of three banging games for the boys after Marshall was there tonight. I was there on Thursday, Pilsy. We'll make it up for you April I'm a 23rd. Mush. I'm a mush. 100% mush. Hopefully not in April 20, on April 23rd. No, because, God, hey, no. Revenge. You're 1-0 you're in games at the Canadian Tire Center this year. Hey, facts. That's undefeated. So hopefully we'll figure that out. Drake Batherson had a point in his return. Hopefully that continues as the Senators will return to the ice for a game on when they don't play till Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday. Wednesday. That well, that's like the longest time. Tuesday. Nice. Sick math by me trying to count that one through. The Senators return to practice, I would imagine, on Monday. And then on Tuesday, they host the Nashville Predators, which you Ooh. think could have been, oh, we, we've got another video tribute game, won't we? Mark Borowiecki. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Borough, Senator for life. Oh, he deserves a tribute. Senator. You know what they should do? They should just play that video with him and Melnick. The, oh, the entire in between video. the Ferns video? Yeah. yeah. Oh, 100%. Boy. Anyways, we'll reminisce on Borough's career on Tuesday's episode of Locked On Senators. Absolute beauty and we're glad to see he's doing well beyond it how about the resurgence for matthew shane these are questions that we'll get into and discuss this week on locked on senators thanks for everyone for joining us on and the ben podcast. harper come on now no um yeah i should have muted you for that one uh for for brandon pillar i'm ross levitan we'll be back 
on Monday's Locked On Senders. Again, it's going to come out a little later on in the day. Have a great rest of your weekend. Thanks for watching, and go Sens go.